Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll help you rethink your closed doors. I'll also be interviewing Noelle Ellie, who is an actress, filmmaker, producer, and lifestyle and wellness TV personality who's appeared on many hit television shows, including CBS's Blue Bloods, The CW's Dynasty, NBC's Shades of Blue, ABC's Shark Tank, and regularly frequents HSN as a guest expert. In today's episode, we talk about her life as well as how she learned that closed doors are really an opportunity for something greater in her life. For more information about Noelle, please visit noelleleproductions.com. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. We all have hopes and dreams. And sometimes when an opportunity arises, we become so excited because we know it's the right thing for us. And then unfortunately, that opportunity is taken away. For example, you meet someone and you fall in love and then that person walks away. Or you found the job of your dreams and you're so excited about it, but for some reason, they chose somebody else. When those situations happen, it's very easy to get discouraged and frustrated and overwhelmed because we think, my gosh, I tried everything and they just didn't pick me or didn't choose me. If we get stuck in that belief system, then it starts to affect our self-worth and our value. It's so important to rethink what a closed door or a missed opportunity really means. I remember when I was at university, it was 10.30 at night and I got a call from a director that said, James, we want you to audition for this program. I was incredibly excited because I'd always wanted to be on this television show. So I was on set the next morning and knew that I was going to get this part. I auditioned and I knew I nailed it. However, later that evening, they decided that they weren't going to choose me and they chose somebody else. And of course, my initial thought was that they were making a mistake because I was the right person for that part. And three months later, I had the opportunity to move to Spain and do a study abroad program for a year. While I was in Spain, I got to travel to so many different countries, met incredible people who are still my friends today, and was able to graduate a semester early from university. My reason for telling you that story is this. The person that they did choose for that part was not able to graduate on time. In fact, had to stay in school another year because that program took too much of his time and affected his studies. All that to say, when that closed door happened, it didn't make sense to me. Why would they call me up and ask me to audition? It has to be right. When we examine that closed door, sometimes our thoughts become so focused on why it didn't happen that we don't realize that we don't yet find the perspective. Think of every event in your life like a jigsaw puzzle piece. Every jigsaw puzzle piece links together to create a bigger picture. If we focus on one of those events of those closed doors as one jigsaw puzzle piece, unfortunately, we don't see how it makes sense later on. So in that moment of disappointment, of heartache, of loss, of whatever it might be, know that something is right around the corner that's going to link together and it will all make sense. Now, I'm not saying that everything negative in our life happens for a reason, 
But I do know that on the other side of those events, opportunities do arise. When we don't get lost in the events or allow that event to define us, for example, you're the divorced person, you're the sick person, you're the bankrupt person, you're the fired person, whatever that label is, when you recognize that that closed door doesn't define you, then you shift your perspective to your future instead of focusing on the past of what did not work out. The more quickly you can direct your mind's gaze, if you will, towards your future, you'll find that you move beyond the disappointment more quickly. Now, of course, there's appropriate time for grieving, but when the grief has passed, are you stuck on what was or are you looking for other opportunities? There's nothing worse than having an opportunity be presented to you and you're not ready for it, so it passes you by. And often that happens because we get focused on what was or the disappointment we had that we're not preparing ourselves for the future of when that event is going to happen, and it will happen. Everything that happens in our life, realize it's all linked together. I know for me, I was so happy that I got to graduate early. In the moment, I didn't like it. I was disappointed. I was indignant, all those emotions that I felt, but I was able to find the perspective later on when I took stock of how all those events led together to do something different. So if you're disappointed right now because something didn't work out, think back to previous closed doors. How did it link together for another opportunity to arise? Because if you've experienced that before, you'll experience that again. Remember, a closed door is not a missed opportunity. It's a stepping stone for something new and greater in your life. Have you ever thought, gosh, I'd love to start my own radio or podcast, but I have no idea how to do it? Or are you a seasoned veteran who wants to level up and improve all aspects of your show? Well, I will be working with a select few to help you either start or polish your show. These are a few topics I will teach you. How to create your brand and how to be specific with your niche and your audience. The types of equipment you should use to help you improve the quality of your audio and your video. I'll teach you how to get your show aired on most podcasting platforms, as well as give you an option to create a video podcast. I'll teach you which recording platforms are best for your needs, as well as teach you the importance of having a show clock, the do's and don'ts of writing your own show notes that will help increase the reach of your audience and generate traffic to your website. I'll also introduce you to some of my contacts and previous guests. I'll also be offering a select few the opportunity to broadcast your show on my platform and have access to my three and a half million listeners. So if you're ready to start or level up your show, then visit www.jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash work with James and sign up today. It's time, my friend, for you to stand out and share your message with the world. Once again, visit www.jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash work with James to get started today. My guest today is Noelle Ellie, who's an actress, filmmaker, producer, and lifestyle and wellness TV personality, who's appeared on many hit television shows, including CBS's Blue Bloods, The CW's Dynasty, NBC's Shades of Blue, ABC's Shark Tank, and regularly frequents HSN as a guest expert. She's also the founder of an international production and PR company, Noelle Ellie Productions, where she helps thought leaders and change makers amplify their voice to inspire the world around them. In today's episode, Noelle will share her inspirational story with us today. Welcome to my show. Thank you so much for having me. I am looking forward to it. That was quite a mouthful for me to say, because you've done so many things. So. I mean, you did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've had the pleasure of working with some of your clients. Uh, Shelly Paxton, uh, yep. she's a soulbatical, a phenomenal woman. I know you've pitched me some other yeah. clients of yours. I can't wait yeah. to meet, so it's going to be yeah. really cool. Now, I was reading about you. So you, when you graduated high school, like three days after you graduated, you're like, I'm out. And you went to New York City. Yep. Is that right? 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There was no, there's no question. What inspired you? Um, well, I grew up modeling. So okay. um, I started modeling when I was probably like 10 or 11. Uh-huh. And so it was just a natural progression to mm-hmm. then go to New York city, which is like yeah. the hub of the fashion world. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I did. What inspired you to be an actress to go from modeling to acting? Well, um, my parents were in like music ministry. So I grew up in like doing church plays and things really? like that. So I always, yeah. So I always huh? was around the arts and loved huh? it. Um, and I had taken a commercial acting class. I kept booking commercials. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I should take a class. So I took a class and realized, oh, wow, this is actually, this is my passion. Really? Um, so yeah, so I stopped I had worked like Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week and done, you know, some amazing modeling jobs, but I decided I was going to put all my focus on acting. So I started training and then, yeah, went from there. So, so as a person, as an actor, when you interview, I always like to ask, ask actors this. So when you're, when you have an audition, how do you separate mm-hmm. between what's called the quote rejection versus mm. you as a person? That's a great question. Well, one of the things, I mean, I'll never forget in one day between modeling castings and auditions, I was told I was too tall, too short, too fat, and too thin. And so talk about like a mind, right, right. Like it's a little crazy. So for me, it's, um, just letting go. So one of the things I love is the fact that I have a production and PR company. Mm -hmm. So when I go into an audition, I no longer have that desperation. There are many actors who just reek of desperations of like, it's this or nothing else. You know what I mean? And for me, I have a thriving, you know, career outside of it. So it it's, I look at it like, yes, it would be amazing to book the thing, but also if not, like I got to go check out my clients or I got to go produce an (laughs) event. And so it's usually when I can just take the sides and throw them in the trash, Mm -hmm. not out of disrespect, but just simply out of like, okay, cool. I've done the thing. I let it go. I'm releasing it. And it's this or something better. So when I'm able to do that, usually those things that I book, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. Cause I, you know, we're in similar things as far as, um, the entertainment space. But for me, I remember when I first started, I would get lots of notes. And so, you know, no to this, yeah. no to that. And I, I didn't, wasn't always like this, but just like you as well, I realized well, I don't need everybody to like me. I just need one person right. to like me. Yep. So if someone's closed yep. that door, well, that, whew, that's one less person I have to worry about. So now let me yeah. look again for the person who is going to open that door. And, and that's yeah. when I, that's how it works for me is because the ones, again, you don't need everybody, just that one person. When that happens, then all yeah. of a sudden, when you can let those things go, then it changes it. And all of a sudden, doors right. do open for you. And it's easier to let things go because, once again, a closed door is not a negative thing. It just simply means right. the, you just need to pivot and figure out what else to do. And so that's kind of been my lesson that I learned as well. It's so good. And I, I love that. And that really you know, resonates because one of the things that I say daily is I ask God or the universe mm-hmm. to make it abundantly clear for yes. me and to guide my steps, ordain my path and shut the door if it's not meant to be. Yes. And so there have been many times in, in my career where all of a sudden the door will shut and it feels so out of the blue, but yes, I know I when that happens, I'm truly uh, being guided. Yes. You know? And I appreciate that because sometimes, yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you've had many wonderful opportunities. Like, yes, this is amazing. And then when it closes, right. That right. the, there's, you know, the first second, the first response and the second response. The first response is yeah. our disappointment, whatever. And the second response is the exact. Yeah, then the second response yeah. is now, what do I do with that information? And so for yeah. you, you have that awareness that, oh my God, this is great, but the door was closed. So now the second secondary response is, thank you, God, for closing this because now I know that you are directing and ordering my steps. Yeah. But, 
Yep, yeah. exactly. And I think that's mm -hmm. where some people struggle is because they don't get to that secondary response of what do I do with this information? Yeah. They get stuck in right. the grief and loss, which is an appropriate time of grieving. But once you have that totally. awareness on the other side, yep. what do I do? Yeah. And it's hard because it's like, there's, there's some characters where it's like, I fall in love with the character, you know? And so it's yeah. like, you know, it feels like a part of your heart breaks, but at the same time, it's like, you just have to continue to fill your cup with such great goodness on the other side yes. that it, you know, you're okay. <laughs> exactly. I worked, uh, I had Michelle Danner on my show. She's a really well-known uh, LA actor out there. And she was, I was asking her the question, like, how do you take someone's emotion, your own, your own self? So well, Noelle's personality, mm -hmm. how do you take that and connect that with your, your character? How do you do that, but not get lost in it? Uh, it depends. So, mm -hmm. um, for me, preparation, it, it's weird because on one hand, it's like preparation is everything. But on the mm -hmm. other hand, there are times where like, cause sometimes you're only given, you know, like you have 12 pages of sides, but mm -hmm. you're given them at six o'clock at night and your audition is at 10 AM the next day. And wow. so it's, you know, sometimes you don't, you're not allotted that preparation. Yeah, and so it, it really comes down to, right. It comes down to substitution, like what yeah. you're able to substitute. And then also, you know, truly organically how I feel in the moment. So even mm -hmm. if it says on the page, like she's sobbing and breaking down and whatever, but in the moment I'm, I want to laugh. I yeah. allow myself to do that because it's, it's, you know, everybody loves authenticity, authenticity. Yes, right? And so right. you know, like when that. you can just be your organic self, regardless of what it says, usually that's, the person that's going to stand out and that's the person mm -hmm. that's going to book the role or they're not going to book that role, but they're going to be remembered and they're going to be brought back in for another role. Exactly. And so, um, it, it, yeah, it kind of depends. There's, um, have you heard of Marie Forleo? I feel that name sounds familiar. Remind me who that is. She's, she's sort of like the, the, the female Tony Robbins. Um, mm -hmm. and she, her partner is someone named Josh Pace okay. and Josh is an actor and he also runs, um, something called committed impulse, which is like acting classes. Mm -hmm. And so his philosophy, it, he has four steps and I apply this to everyday life. I think every oh. person can do this, but I also yeah. apply it to acting. So it's, um, breathe, mm -hmm. see the room, mm -hmm. Feel the sensations. Mm -hmm. I'm back. And what that means is at any given moment in this conversation or someone that's listening or watching, um, somebody's going to check out and they're going to go into their head. Yeah. Um, oh God, did I leave the stove on? Or like, mm -hmm. my dog is barking. Is my dog okay? Whatever it is. Right. And then it's like, oh no, 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 I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Okay. I'm back. And so <laughs> in the moment, in the audition room, something can happen where let's say a, a producer all of a sudden takes out his phone. And so you're in the middle of an audition and you clock that a producer takes out his mm -hmm. phone. Some actors can go into, Oh my God, I suck. I'm the worst yeah, actor in the world. Yeah. I'm not paying attention. And it takes you out of the moment. So instead of going down that sort of rabbit hole, mm -hmm. you breathe because nine times out of 10, we're holding our breath anyway. Yes, exactly. Especially you when we're nervous. Feel the sense, right. Mm -hmm. Especially when we're nervous, you feel mm -hmm. the sensations without a judgment. So like, yeah. If I were nervous, you know, we can't tell the difference between being nervous and being excited. Correct. So for uh -huh. me, I always flip it to like, oh my God, I'm excited. And <laughs> so, like I'm you know, right. And so you feel the sensation without labeling, just feel it. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I feel a little bit of tightness in my throat. Mm -hmm. So I'm just aware, cool. Mm -hmm. um, see the room, meaning, uh, okay, so right now I see, you know, your eyes look a little hazel. You have like a green <laughs> shirt with stripes. 
right? Like really see the person and then cool, I'm back. Meaning like I'm in it, I'm present. And so I love that because that's just something that I I Mm -hmm. apply in every day. And so back to your question, you can also apply that to, you know, a moment where, you know, maybe someone is trying to, to conjure up something that feels a bit contrived instead, let me do those four steps so that I'm back and I'm present and that's enough. I, I really like that. So let me piggyback off that from a psychological approach. So my, I don't know, my field is in psychology. Yeah. And so we call that grounding. And so from a psychological right. approach, when you when you breathe, because what happens is we know when when people who struggle with anxiety, oftentimes when they have like a panic a panic attack, they all they do not all they do. I don't want to minimize when they breathe, they inhale, and when they inhale, they forget to exhale. And so often that's mm-hmm. why people have have those panic attacks because like I can't breathe. And you're right, you can't because you they've taken so many small inhalations that they can't breathe as well. So I always tell people it's counterproductive when you are struggling. When you exhale, it allows yourself to relax, and that's one way to get out of a panic or a thought struggle in the moment. But yours as mm-hmm. well is great too because when you when you have an inhalation, you get all the oxygen. Most of the time we have so much nitrogen at the bottom of our lungs that we don't realize that right. over time that doesn't help us because we need oxygen. So what you're also doing is you're grounding. So you're using your five senses. So I always tell people, if you get too much in your head, when you, when you ground, like you said, you want to, you want to read the room, use your visual, you know, your, your, your sense of sight. What do you hear? Yeah. What do you touch on, you know, on your, on the, on your pants? What do you, is there a candle? Do you smell something? Whatever it might right. be. So the more of your five senses you use, it really grounds right. you to the moment. And so I love the fact that you do that all the time. You, uh, this person's mm-hmm. taught you that. And it, cause it's, it's, I, I definitely want to get behind that as well because it allows people to realize that they're safe. They're okay. Let me reconnect yeah. with someone. And that is, is exactly. so important. And that's what How we crave in life, right? Yeah, exactly. Speaking of that, so I think that's a great transition into, cause you do a lot of lifestyle and health and wellness. How did you get into that space? Cause it sounds like you really thrive with that. Yeah, well, um, so I was the kid that like my parents would shop at health food stores and like I wasn't allowed to drink dairy milk, like I drank rice milk growing up. And so, you know, um it was always it was always sort of just like in my my genes and my DNA. Mm-hmm. And um however in two thousand eleven my mom was diagnosed with stage four metastatic breast cancer. And oh, so, so the thank you. The 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 route that she took was very integrative and that's when, you know, I really sort of embodied the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, it's not for me and for, for my mom and you know, it wasn't about just going to a doctor and being told what to do. Mm-hmm. It's really Correct. like mind, body, soul approach. Yes. And so um, it's something that I'm, I'm very passionate about because I, you know, I've seen it firsthand affect, mm-hmm. you know, my mom passed away in 2016 and okay. I now am having health stuff that I'm dealing with. And so it's just uh, something that is really important to me. Mm, yes. And, and I think that's so important because, and I say this respectfully as a licensed practitioner myself, it's, it's so important for any person to be in, be in charge of their health and wellness. There's yes. amazing, wonderful doctors. And, and yes. obviously as, like I said, licensed person, but yeah. you also are in charge of your life and your recovery and your thriving. Yeah. And so it's right. so important once again, for everyone to look at a holistic approach. You have the Western medicine, Eastern medicine, you have so many wonderful things and yeah. to get a well-balanced opinion and many opinions to create the healthiest response for you. And once again, uh, this is not an endorsement for anything other than just simply a person is in charge of their life. Yeah, and you being your the, own advocate. Correct. 
Yeah. Correct. As a CEO of one's life, you get to figure that right. out. What, what does that right. mean? And so to yeah. explore all that, and you know, it's not always cookie cutter. There's so many different ways in which things can happen or things can be treated. So I'm so glad that you, you know, unfortunately with your mom, I'm so sorry, but you learned for yourself you. what what's happening for you, what works for you. And so that's why you are now, once again, in this life, this um, health and wellness space as well. Now, did, yeah. did I say that you work with Deepak Chopra? Yeah, yeah. How did that? Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, Deepak's amazing. Um, so so how my my company sort of started was I um, I went from modeling to producing at Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. And um, okay. uh, a woman approached me who is now a New York Times bestselling author and and very well known. And she was like, Oh my God, you have to come work for me. You have to you have to produce all my events. And so I went home and Googled, how do you produce a book launch or whatever it was? <laughs> like, you know, I was like, oh, sure. <laughs> right. And so I just, you know, started saying yes to things. And so even if I didn't necessarily know how to do it in the moment, mm-hmm. I would figure it out. It's like sort of that stick to itiveness. And yes, yes. so from there, everything became word of mouth. And so mm. Deepak had heard, you know, working with, you know, people like Gabby Bernstein and Chris Carr and, and some mm. of these um, best-selling authors, Deepak heard about me. And so he then hired me. And and so, yeah, it's just all been, um, you know, I think when you work hard and you sort of plant the seeds and you sow the crop, they'll, they'll bring mm. fruition. And it's, yes. I always say all roads lead to Rome. And I know that's very cliche, but I, I look back at the sort of yes. trajectory of my career and I see how, when I was doing something in the moment, I didn't understand what it meant, but years later, it's like, Oh, yes. that was, so this could happen. Yeah. yeah. You know? I, I always like to tell people that and my listeners have heard this many times is our life is like, Every event is like a jigsaw puzzle, jigsaw puzzle Mm -hmm. piece. And so every event, when it links together, it creates the picture and that's who we are today. So some of those jigsaw puzzle pieces, you know, you look, you pull out a jigsaw puzzle at home and you look at it, you're like, where would this even go? This doesn't even make sense. It looks like they they left one out or this is for a different puzzle because it just doesn't make sense. So when you look at it, but when you find where it goes, you're like, ah, well, that links with this one with this one and it doesn't mean you like it or don't like it because as we know a rainbow can't happen unless there's sunshine and rain and so we know that so when you link all that together it creates who you are and so when people take the snapshot of am i okay today do i like myself today i may not but i'm working towards that and if i'm working towards it then all those events that i didn't like all those beautiful events that i love they create me today and I'm yep. fearfully and wonderfully made. And so I know that yeah. all is well. And so with that, yeah. it really boils down to, uh, just like you, you didn't, you didn't understand it at the moment, but all the mm-hmm. jigsaw puzzle pieces that I linked together created you and your brand, which is phenomenal. Totally. <laughs> yep. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So what is next for you? Oh man. Well, so I just went through a really gnarly transition. Um, so I moved to LA about two years ago and mm-hmm. yeah. I've always been like super active and, you know, running a company, doing like, Mm -hmm. you know, five to eight auditions a week, running around. And I started to get really sick and it didn't really make sense because I, I eat healthy. I do that. You know, Mm -hmm. like I do Mm -hmm. all the things I check all the boxes and what you're supposed to do to live a healthy life. And long story short, we found out that our home had mold toxicity. And as a result, I, um, I apparently have late stage chronic Lyme disease. I had no idea. Oh my gosh. Wow. But the mold activated the Lyme disease and the co infections and caused fibroid tumors to grow. And it's, mm. it's just been like oh, a so really oh my gosh. Yeah. crazy experience. And so, as a result of that, 
my husband and I not only had to move, we had to get rid of 95% of our stuff. Oh my gosh. I'm yep. so sorry. Yep. It, you know, thank you. But also I am really grateful because I'm now sort of like getting on the other side because now we've been mm -hmm. living in our new mold free home mold -free. for three <laughs> weeks and already we both feel so much healthier yeah, and I yeah. know that I'm healing and yes. it, you know, while it was really hard to say goodbye to like invaluable memorabilia that was my mom's or whatever it was mm -hmm. like it, it was really difficult yeah, at the same course. time it's taught me that stuff is just stuff and yeah. you know whenever i would want to hold on to something desperately i would hear you know do you want your health or do you want your things and so oh, you know it was powerful. just it's it's been really powerful and really beautiful and um yeah. in a million years i never would have thought i would become like a minimalist like i love my things <laughs> um but now it's like we live in this big home and there's nothing in it and i'm yeah. totally okay and not only am i okay i'm healing and so for me i'm actually taking the next two months off to just heal so for me that looks like going to the beach and being in nature and drinking coconut water in the sunshine and just really allowing myself to do nothing. I'm someone who's worked since I was 15 years old. And so it's, it's a scary thing to, to take a couple months off. Like that's terrifying. And at the same time, it's also, I feel really grateful and fortunate that I'm able to, and I'm just going to say, no, I'm just going to heal and, and do with that what that takes. And because another thing I realized too, is like wealth without health means nothing. nothing. So it's like, I was, you know, working sometimes 60, 80 hours a week, but I was so sick. So what's the, yeah. why, like, mm -hmm. how is that? So mm -hmm. I'm sort of in this weird transition phase. So, so while that's happening, I'm also going to be writing a book, um, nice. uh, about, about my story. It's called mm -hmm. in the limelight. And so it's just going to be about like claiming divine sovereignty over our bodies. And, you know, initially doctors wanted me to do something very specific. And had I done that in that moment, I would have never found out about the Lyme disease. I would have never found out about the mold and then I would have gotten wow. sick again. So it's just like, it's, it's like you said earlier, like getting second and third opinions and yes. trusting your intuition. Yes. Um, one of the things I was going to do was fly out to the East coast to get treatment for the Lyme disease. Mm -hmm. And what I had, I had, we were, I was going to film a documentary series around it and mm -hmm. I had the crew lined up. I had the product, all of it was set literally the night before my flight. I told my husband, I go, I can't go. And he's mm -hmm. like, what? And I go, yeah. I don't know why I can't go. I'm not supposed to go. I have no, re and he's like, don't you want to heal? And of course I, I'm like, yes, of, of course. course yeah. But I just, I couldn't, I couldn't go. And I had to trust my intuition. And then a couple months later, we found out that our home had mold. And so what that means is if I had gone to the East coast, I would have spent like 30 grand out of pocket to get mm -hmm. treatment. I would have come back to California mm -hmm. to my home with the mold and it would have reactivated everything. And it would have been a wash. Wow. And wow. so it just, again, it's like, I can't emphasize the importance on trusting, you know, whether you call it intuition or Holy spirit or whatever you want to call it, like really mm -hmm. trusting that and honoring yeah. it and knowing that you're being guided. And so, yes. exactly. um, and then after a couple months then I'm going to film a project and, you know, like I have several things in the works, but right now they're just a little bit of a ways away and it's exciting and also a little nerve wracking.
Yes. Well, I think, and thank you so much for sharing all that. I, I'm super excited for that because I know once you have that downtime, because when we have, let, let me back up. I always, one of my favorite quotes is divided waters lose force. So we do too much. Sometimes we, we don't, we forget that the efficacy or how efficient or how productive we can be, we can be good at it, but it doesn't, it could maybe a little bit more focused. And so the fact that you get to take, this is my opinion, but the fact that you get to take that time off and to regroup. And so you have all these projects and now you'll go back laser focused and now you'll jump to a whole new level of what that looks like in your production and your, in your writing and all of that. So it's super exciting. I know it's scary, but once again, you're putting your health first and that's the most important thing. Thank you. Well, I've had such a pleasure having you on my show. If my listeners want to find out more information about you, to watch all of your stuff, uh, to work with you, where will they find all this information online? Yeah. Um, so you can go to my production website, which is just noelleproductions.com and productions is plural, or you can follow me on the gram. I'm super active there at noel underscore Ellie. And you can check out my IMDB page and, you know, follow along. And I'd love to connect with you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much, Noel, for being a wonderful guest on my show. So I had a great time with you. Thank you. Me too. Thanks for having me. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.